following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
man. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. I'm having some technical difficulties with sound. Will you let me know on the live chat if the sound is is where it needs to be for you to hear? We've come to pray today. We've come to seek his face. If you can hear me on on the internet, would you put a live chat in and say, yes, your volume is right? And on radio, uh, we're also streaming 780 AM. I welcome you who are listening on the radio. And I welcome YouTubers. Now is the time to pray. If ever there was a time in America when the church needed to cry out to God, today is that day. We live in an age of such utter wickedness like Sodom and Gomorrah. And it's time to cry out to God. But you realize the danger. God came to check out Sodom and Gomorrah because the cry arose to the heavens and it came into the throne room of God. And he said, I've got to do something about Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, God's got to do something about America. And I'm asking that he do it not under destruction, but under repentance. So we come now. To pray. I invite you to call 877 534 0780. Would you call and pray? Lord, I come with my brothers and sisters from all over this nation and in many parts of the world. To pray, to cry out to you for deliverance, deliverance of your people, deliverance from the devil's hand, deliverance from lying, lying pastors who have taught a false gospel that has spread all over the world. Lord, I ask for the fire of your Holy Spirit to come and cleanse and purge and restore your church. Lord, we can't go on like this. And now we have in the White House a man 
who joins together with those who want to destroy the infant in the womb, who wants to destroy the Christian witness and come against the Christian church. Lord, we live in the most dangerous time of the history of this nation. And I plead today your mercy and your grace. I plead for the revival of godliness. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Mr. Producer says we have a caller who would like to pray. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you, brother. Our Father, we come to you today, Lord, giving thanks because even there are such difficult times in the war, and especially in our nation right now, Lord, we still have the opportunity to pray alive. Yes. So our brothers and sisters will hear us. We pray that we will keep having this opportunity, Lord, because we have seen that the new administration that have come is is a wicked one, Lord. It's it's a one that is against you and against everything you have deemed righteous, Lord. They have come to deem it like things of no value for the progress of the nation, Lord. Lord, we have seen how they are getting rid of the things that oppose them. And we are coming to see that the most dangerous thing opposing wickedness is you, Lord. And eventually, we are not afraid, but concerned that they might turn to us and try to silence us, Lord. But we are in you. Our lives are hidden in you, Lord. And we are confident that no matter whatever happens, Lord, we will be triumphs if we press and keep in you all the time, Lord. Yes. Lord, we ask you that you will put your mighty hand over the president that just left the administration, that you will grant him peace. But above all things, Lord, that you will come to humble him, Lord. In Through all, all the Bible, Lord, you have always asked us to humble ourselves. That is something that in good standings you will never do for us because that will be our denying or our of our flesh to come to you. Yes. Only to those who rebel totally against you, you will come to humiliate them, but in judgment like you did with Amen in the case of Mardukai, Lord, and with the Pharaoh in Egypt, but just for destruction, for those who are in good standing, Lord, for those who have still the opportunity, you have asked, humble yourself. Yes. There is something you will not do for us. But I am asking you, Lord, 
that in some way you will contribute, that you will help this man, Donald Trump, to humble himself before your presence, Lord. He even came to recognize that you are the boss, but in such a way, Lord, that even for humans, it's obviously that there were still pride, arrogance in his ways, Lord, even though he was recognizing that you were the boss. So I ask you, Lord, that you who started such a tremendous work in that man, for my prospect, Lord, I have to recognize he was a garbage man, Lord. By the time he came to the presidency of this country, he was transformed. And we know, Lord, that you are the mighty one that chooses us yes. to bring it to the highest places, Lord. For me, I have to recognize, Lord, that that was not in any aspect a president for the United States, Lord. Yes. But, Lord, what a tremendous job you did in that man, Lord. So you who start such a good job in that man, Lord, we are holding your promises that you will finish the job, Lord that you will humble him to the lowest point, Lord, that you will show him, as I believe you're doing right now, the result of associating, Lord, with Catholic Church, the result of associating, Lord, with mega churches, Lord, the result of associating with everyone that he believed it was a good move, a good political move, Lord, to keep himself by not recognizing that only you could have bring him to the position he was, and he was failing to recognize, and he was looking for support here and there with the idolaters and the arrogant and the pride and the devilish church that we have today in this country, bringing them and giving them space in the governation of this country as singing Holy Mary in the White House, Lord, the day that we were celebrating the coming of Emmanuel. Like that was not enough. Then we have to turn to idolatry, Lord. Lord, I ask you that you will give him the words, that you will give him the courage, that you will put the truth in him, Lord, because until today he has not received the fullness of the meaning of the coming of Jesus Christ, Lord. Lord, I ask you that you will put your hand over this nation, Lord. Yes. That you will bring mighty power, Lord, over this nation. That you will break every joke that is not with Christ, Lord. Yes. Lord, at this point, I am concerned. We are so deep into convenience and so deep 
into the principles of this world, Lord. Lord, if we just go out of, just in a video, Lord, in, in whatever media you choose to do, go ahead and visit all the countries, the way they live, especially poor countries, which are the vast majority in this world. The suffering, the people don't have a doctor to call, don't have firefighters to call, don't have police to call. They have to put the seed on the ground and pray to God and hope for the rain so they will be able to succeed, to survive, and to eat. Nowadays, Lord, in this nature, we don't even know how to plant a seed of corn. And I have to recognize I have come to this point myself. If I depend on a seed of corn today for my sustenance, I will probably be dead, Lord, because I will ruin it. I will not know how to plant it, how to take care of it how to harvest it. Lord, we have abandoned the real way of life, the simple way of life, because we have come to praise the blessings you have gave us, and we have come to forget about you. We ask you, Lord, that we will have always the conscience the knowledge of your presence is in our life every time we move every yes. thought that comes to our mind be guarded lord by the knowledge the conscience that you are seeing it if i have a joyful bad thought in my mind that i will come to know that you are seeing what I am seeing in my mind. So at least I will be embarrassed before you, Lord, that I, that I will know that every time I entertain something in, our mind, in my mind, I am seeing against you, Lord. Like yes. the prodigal son said when he came to himself, I have seen against God, that is our sin, Lord. It's against you, Lord. It's not against our brothers and sisters. It's not against our family. It's not against our neighbors. It's against you. You said, because you have not fed me when I was hungry, you, hungry. you were not visiting me when I was sick and I was in jail and so on. And then we asked, but when were you? hungry and in jail and sick, and then you ask us, Lord, because you didn't do it for the least of this. You didn't do it for me. And you ask us, Lord, because we don't know. We don't have an idea. We don't have an understanding, Lord, of your will over the life of each person. You ask us, Lord, that we should forgive even our enemies. And we should pray for them because we know, Lord, that some have been given even to madness, Lord, 
but probably against their will. They are being slaved by the devil, Lord. And probably you have plans for those or for some of those that are behaving like our enemies. And we should not, by any means, count them as responsible because our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities that enslave those that look like our enemies. But at any given time, Lord, you might choose to start and to finish your mighty work on any one of them, Lord. And we will be holding them as enemies, so we will be your enemies at that time, Lord. Lord, let that not to happen over me, my family, over those who hear me right now, Lord, and over those who have committed their life to you, Lord. It's, I have come to understand, Lord, that is probably the most important mandate that you have given us, Lord. You have done strict emphasis in the forgiveness, Lord, even to those who harm us, Lord. Yes, yes. Lord, we ask you that you will that we will all be understand that we will all, all understand, Lord. Such truth, it is written in the Bible, many places. It is written, love one another as you love yourself. Lord, yesterday, Pastor Ray was graciously raising this question. If Jesus Christ comes to you right now and asks you, what do you want? What will it be? Our answer, Lord. Lord, in the book of Ephesians, Paul says, for me to live is Christ. Yes. And to die is gain. Yes. But Lord, we are still here. That means we have not finished our job, the job you gave us to do. We haven't finished it. You haven't fulfilled your will in our lives. So like Paul says, it would probably be selfish to answer to you, come, Lord, come right now. Because you have not deemed, you have not deemed that right now is the right time, Lord. And if it is not the right time, that means that if you come because of our will, some will be left behind that were your will, that they will also reach your holy place, Lord. But Paul continued saying, I will rather go, but if my staying here will come to be gain for you, then I will stay so all of you can come to the same place. So this is my answer, Lord. 
Yes. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth and in my life as it is in heaven, Lord. Amen. That's my answer, Lord. And I hope, because this is not coming from me, I hope many will come to the same exact conclusion, because that is not my conclusion, it's the conclusion of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the same for every one of us. So, Lord, I will ask you that you send your mighty power, Lord, so we will be able to go ahead in that harvest of the white field, Lord. So you will come, Lord. We are running in terrible times, Lord. We are still asleep because we see the news. We see what is happening, but the circumstances, the situations, still have not come to knock at our doors. It's like, like nothing is happening. I ask you, Lord, that you will wake your people. Yes. That they will be conscious. Yes, that Lord. eventually something will come to knock at our doors. We will be ready because we are not called to a joyful, I mean, not in a, in a flesh, a joyful, enjoyable, super happy life. No, all the contrary, Lord. But joyful in you, that when yes. those situations come to knock at our door, we will have the opportunity that show your wisdom, Lord. Yes to everybody that they, even those who come to knock at our doors, probably with bad intentions, will get to know what being a Christian means that yes. they will come to know by our way of behaving like you, Jesus, they will come to know you Lord. That has happened many times. The enemy comes to our door, to our lives, and by the way of our testimony, yes. they will come to know you too, Lord. Lord, we ask you that we will be brave. But first, we have to be awakened, Lord. To know what is happening. To know what will come to our lives. To know that if you find us faithful, you will give us the opportunity to show so, Lord that we will have to act in the faith that you have gave us. Do we believe that you will raise us from the dead? If the answer is yes, only if it is yes, then there is nothing to spare in this life in your favor, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you all these things, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear brother. Okay. God bless you, brother.
Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Welcome. We have a caller. Please pray. Okay. Father, have your way in our country and be glorified. I pray that for the salvation of President Biden and Kamala Harris, that you would uh, transform their hearts. Yes. And accomplish your purposes through them. I pray for a revival across America, that we would truly turn to you in repentance and that you would lead us to holiness. Please yes. use us as a light to reach the lost, that we would not compromise, but that we would speak your word. Uh, we need your power, and I, I pray that you would um, empty us of ourselves and fill us with your spirit to reach the lost. We want your kingdom to come and your will to be done. Yes. And give us the passion that we need to um, to pray and to um, to stand up for the truth and be glorified. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kayla. God bless you today. God bless you. Our phone number. Will you pray? Now is the time to pray for America, for your state, for your county, for your city. Will you pray? Will you pray for the church? Will you pray for our president? Phone lines are open. Mr. Producer, any calls coming in? Okay, the lines are wide open. 877-534-0780. Lord, we've come to pray today. And the devil has his hand over the mouth of the church. We don't know how to cry out because our lives have been so comfortable in America. We've never had to cry out, but now we do. Lord, please open the hearts of your people and teach us to pray. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Hello, Father. Hello, Pastor Greenlee. Hello, America. Father, I enter your gates of thanksgiving and your courts of praise. I thank you, Father, and I praise your holy name. And I pray that we may be able to stand perfect and fully assured in all of your will, Father. I pray that you lift up workers for the harvest. I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And I pray you make us usable, Father. And I want to bring your word to you, Father, of Jeremiah thirty-nine sixteen to 18. Behold, I will bring my words upon this city for evil and not for good, and they shall be accomplished in that day before thee. But I will deliver thee in that day, saith Yahweh, and thou shalt not be given into the hand of the men of whom thou art afraid. For I will surely deliver thee, and thou shalt not fall by the sword, but thy life shall be a prize unto thee, because thou hast put thy trust in me, saith Yahweh. 
Father, I fear you, and the beginning of wisdom is to fear you, and I revere you with all of my heart. I desperately need you, Father, and I pray that you take the scales off the people's eyes so that they can see the evil in this world and their sin and be repulsed by it and fear you and repent and come to know you and be saved. I pray that we be humble before you, that we understand what that means to come out from ourselves, that it not be about ourselves, but that we truly seek to be humble before you because the first sin was pride. And I pray that we see things that are looked at as that feels good or looks beautiful, that can be lies of Satan, that we really look at ourselves and be humble before you. Father, we deserve to go to hell. We've broken every commandment. And I thank you, Yeshua, Jesus, for coming and dying on the cross for our sins. And I pray that if we even think of turning to the left or the right, that we repent and continue to walk with you. Father, um, I pray that the people think about Ephesians six ten through 18 of putting on the whole armor of God, of thinking what that means, of being soldiers for you, Father, of fighting the evil. I pray you put your warring angels of fire all around us and the Holy Spirit to minister to us and protect us from Satan and his demons and cohorts. I pray you prepare us for that which is about to come to pass. I look forward to seeing you. I can't wait to see your face. And what I want is to see your face for when you see me that you say, well done, good and faithful servant. And I know I don't get to heaven, but by what I do, it is a free gift from you. But what I do is because you ask us to do things as such as and love you to serve you, to walk holy before you. And I seek that with all of my heart. I love you, Father. Yes. Father, I pray that you open our hearts to you, that you keep your hand on us and protect us. Yes. I pray all satanic strongholds, curses, sins, and addictions be broken off away from us, that the spirits of pride, fear, doubt, guilt, and shame, hate, rage, anger, malice, chaos, confusion, lying, cheating, stealing, murder, wrath, gambling, cussing, gossiping, self-pity, bitterness, and narcissistic spirit, the spirit of manipulation, hoarding, greed, smoking, cigarettes, sexual immorality, drugs, and alcohol, and the critical spirit, all Masonic curses be broken off, all Luciferian curses be broken off, all witchcraft be broken off, all lies wrongfully spoken against against us by ourselves or anyone else be broken off of us and replaced with the fruits of the spirit your fruits your holy fruit love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance and those who belong to Yeshua Mashiach have been crucified by their simple nature father I pray that the people see this and hear this I love you father thank you God bless you pastor thank you for this radio And if something come to pass where we could not do this, we need to read our Bible and get on our knees and pray and seek you and look for you to come for us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you, Sister. 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call now. It's time to pray. Now is the time to throw the devil's hand off of your mouth, to throw off the comfortable, churchy language and get real with God and with each other. God's not 
nearly as interested in what we say as in what we do. What are you doing? And will you pray? Lord, I just, I come to cry out to you for the church. Lord, we've been so casual and so laid back and so filled with pride and arrogance. We have as a church lusted in America after success and recognition. We've honored one another above you, Jesus. We have sought the pleasures and the favor of the world until you have had to withdraw your Holy Spirit almost in entirety from your church. We come as wicked men and women and think we're fine and sing praise and worship while we look and act like the world. Lord, there has to be a change. And I know that change can only come about as we fall under conviction and begin to repent and get clean before you. Lord, I pray today for your church. I plead your mercy for your church. Lord, idols are springing up everywhere. I see little Buddhas and and Vishtars and, and other idols springing up in stores and on people's dashboards in their homes. Lord, rebuke this idol witchcraft that is growing so in America. Lord, the courts have destroyed the meaning of marriage. The courts have made unjust measures their primary focus. Lord, what is holy has been cast down. What is righteous has been cast down. What is good has been called evil. And what is evil is being called good in America. Even at the White House. Lord, I'm asking, would you come? And would you deal with America in whatever way you see you must deal? But would you come? And would you bring judgment unto repentance? Lord, would you lift up the people of America today? Many of us are gravely disappointed. But Lord, our hope and our confidence rests solely in you, Jesus, and in the power of your shed blood. Lord, there are some listening today who are caught in the bondage of demonic powers Lord, I'm asking that as they listen to this broadcast today, as they listen to the prayers, I ask Jesus, would you move with power to deliver every person listening and crying out to you? Would you deliver them from those demonic oppressions? Would you deliver them from their depression? Would you deliver them from the false accusations that the devil comes and makes against them. Lord, in Romans 6 and 8, 
It's very clear you've said to us, think of yourselves as walking clean before God. No longer give your members to the service of darkness, but give your members to the service of righteousness. Lord, I pray that every person suffering under the impression and oppression of the devil will cast him off in the name of Jesus and stand up and say, my past is forgiven, I am washed and I am clean. And I will walk before God in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. He is my Messiah. Lord, would you come in power now? I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, we have time for a couple more calls. Are you being prompted by the Spirit? Don't let fear block you. Call and pray. You encourage others as you pray. The phone number is 877-534-0780. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. And it's time to pray for America, for your church. It's time to pray that God gives you the courage to walk away from the devil and utterly give yourself into the hands of Jesus Christ. For he is our righteousness. And he is enough. Can I say that again? Jesus is enough. He is all my heart desires. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. Welcome. Please pray. Father, right now in the precious name of Jesus, I agree with Pastor Frank. I'm so sorry. Pastor Ray, in the precious name of Jesus, oh, Father, thank you for giving him a mind to call the people together to call on the name of Jesus. And just as you have given him the heart uh, for your people, Lord, oh, Father, give that same heart to the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, and all the political officials, Father, because that's what we need to do. We need to bow down to Jesus. We need to call on Jesus. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto us. Oh, Father, we need you. We need you like never before, Lord. According to 1 Thessalonians 3, chapter 13, verse it says, may God strengthen your heart so that you will be blameless. We will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. And we call on your name for salvation. We call on your name to be filled with your spirit. We call on your name to walk humble and like little children in these last and evil days. We pray for all of the officials of the earth, Lord. You you're not you don't look on 
of them as Republicans and Democrats. You either save or you unsave. You either following Jesus or you're not. You either on your way to heaven or you're on your way to hell. You're either right or wrong. So Father, we put our faith together at this hour and bless Pastor Ray to continue to be a strong leader in these last and evil days. And Jesus, everything that he needs, financial, physical. Every need that he has, we agree at this hour that you will supply it. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, dear sister. God bless you today. 877-534-0780. Will you pray? If ever there was a time to pray, now is that time. The devil will do all he can to cause you to be afraid or to cause you not to call. Cast his hand off your mouth and be bold and pray and cry aloud to the Lord. We have time for a couple more very quick calls. 877-534-0780. I have a challenge for you today. And that challenge is to sit down and read in one sitting chapter 6 of the book of Romans. And make a decision before you begin to read and say, I'm not going to abide by anything I've ever been taught or anything I've ever heard. I'm going to read and let the Apostle Paul tell me what the gospel of Jesus Christ is really about. When he makes very clear statements about you're no longer under the law and you're no longer in sin. Hear what he's saying. Did the Apostle Paul understand the gospel of Jesus? Yes. So don't believe those who today would twist and change this incredible word of God. Verse 14. For sin will not rule over you because you are not under law but under grace. What then shall we sin even once hereafter because we are not under law but under grace? Certainly not. Absolutely no. So you've been taught, I can never stop sinning. I'm always going to be a sinner. That's not what the Apostle Paul taught. He taught the wages of sin is death. He didn't believe in imputed grace. He believed in imparted grace, imparted righteousness. He didn't believe the way the modern church teaches. So read chapter 6 prayerfully. Ask the Lord to reveal to you what he's saying and why he's saying it. Now we have about Four and a half minutes. Time for one more person if you want to slip in quick and pray. 877-534-0780. And while we're waiting, I would love to hear from you. I praise God for Brother Tom and, and all the others who have written me in the last week's who have helped cover the cost of this broadcast. Thank you. Thank you. 
Write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. That's the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Now, you can also reach us by going to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com, nationalprayerchapel.com. I invite you to go there. This broadcast with the prayers will be up this evening. The broadcasts from this last week are very important for you to listen. If you missed a day, go back and check those out at nationalprayerchapel.com. Well, we're out of time for today's broadcast. Lord, I just come now. And I say, Almighty God, if you don't come and rescue us in America, we're going to perish. If you don't come and move with power, Lord, how can we stand? If you don't come with revival, how can we turn from our wickedness in this nation? Lord, I just come and I cry aloud to you, Lord, save your people. Save your people. Lord, there has to be a change. There has to be a a total change by your grace and by your mercy. I ask, Lord, that you would come and do that now. Lord, I'm I'm so agitated. I'm so concerned for your people that they would turn, that they would be saved. Lord, have your way. I pray in your holy name. Amen. How much time do we have, Mr. Producer? Mr. Okay, we have two minutes left. What shall we say? Continue in sin so that grace may become more and more? Certainly not. We who died to sin, how shall we live in it any longer? Or are you ignorant that as many as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Really, we were buried together with him by the means of baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised out from among dead men by the glory of the Father, so also we may walk around in the newness of life. We have one minute. You're welcome to pray. We have one minute. You're welcome to pray. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the opportunity. My brother just prayed in the beginning. And thank God for the opportunity to pray for the ministry, for you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, it was the courage to face reality in our nation today. He was peace. He was Señor. He was the Lord. The recognition of the Holy Spirit to behave ourselves the way you want it, Lord. Let us be honest. Let us repent in front of you to receive, Father, us. We are church, the revival, our nation, 
our nation needs. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to pray in front of our nation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Is a music-